All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. First thing I want to do is tell you I'm better than you. I am better than you. Do you have any idea what it is I'm drinking right now? Fuck face. What do you know about that? Huh? Gone and choked down your fucking Tanaka, right? Your fucking Jim Beam or whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck what you're drinking right now. Someone gifted me this at work today. Someone trusts me. Apparently, I provide a decent service. So they hooked Uncle Bobby up. What are you drinking? Huh? What rock gut bullshit? I can't even really name the bad ones because you know why Uncle Bobby doesn't drink the bad stuff. What are you drinking? Huh? Gordon's? Hmm? I wouldn't use that to fucking clean my goddamn toilets. Go on and choke down your bullshit. Your foolishness. This makes me better than you. I don't I don't even care to share it. Now, nah, what are you drinking? Hmm? Some bullshit? $17 for 14 gallons of some shit that I could piss out of my dick and sell for more? Hmm? What are you drinking? That bottle right there makes me better than all of you combined times 10. That's some delicious shit. Step your fucking game up. This makes me a better person. Gang, the second thing I want to do is I want to say thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I just dog cussed all y'all out. Now I'm sitting here saying thank you. Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. Didi, thank you so much. I got your donation to the show. I'm going to tell you something, gang. I am not used to people being nice to me. So on my next therapy appointment tomorrow, I'm going to tell, hey, doc, look here. Just scrap all the other notes. Scrap all the other notes. Papa's got a brand new bag. I do not know what to do with people being nice to me. But you guys are being very, very, very nice. And Uncle Bobby wants to acknowledge <coughs> and say thank you for the kindness. Didi, when this show's over, Uncle Bobby's going to knock out a subscription to uh, uh, the YouTube, the premium. Thank you so much. That was so fucking kind. To everyone else who has donated to the show, who maybe will donate in the future, thank you so much. Again, I'm not used to people being nice to me, but my mama didn't raise me in a goddamn cave. Thank you. Seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I'm still better than you because I'm drinking better liquor. But thank you so much. Seriously, thank you. Not that I was lacking enthusiasm anyway to do this show, but this really kicks me into overdrive. So thank you so much, Didi, for your donation. Thank all of you. Now, gang, after yesterday's emotion fest, I figured, you know what? Because I got some more coonery lined up. But today we're going to knock out <clears throat> some more honest critiques of fucking Christianity, Christian pastors, Christian apologetics, and I'm saving the best one for last, so stay tuned to the fucking show so we can get to that, uh, big nasty fucking grade D, the meat was already half brown meatloaf, it's gonna be all kinds of fucked up, but I needed to do that one, save it to the end of the show, but gang, again, I sit here, and I honestly and truly think, how in the fuck did I ever fall for any of this, how did I believe any of it, how did I fucking preach any, I just belch, 
How was I involved in any of this foolishness? And every time I want to get mad at myself, mad, <clears throat> every time I want to get mad at myself, I got to give myself grace because I remember they got me when my skull was still soft, when the Omedulla oblongata was not fully formed and developed. And I remember Doug Stanhope making a joke out of it saying, if you really believe this stuff, seriously wait. Seriously wait until the average person is 18 years old to tell them that a virgin got pregnant. Wait. Right? And if there's a Christian watching this show, first and foremost, thank you. But just to kind of put it into context, think about how it is Christianity in general makes fun of Scientology. Calls Tom Cruise crazy, right? It turned him bad. Blah, 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 blah. That's how everyone else sees your religion. It's funny. It's easy to make fun of Xenu, uh, intergalactic travelers, souls underneath the uh, volcanoes and all this other shit because, yeah, it's some shit. But what's not hard to make fun of or what is hard to make fun of in this country is that when someone says, you know, there was some old white guy that came down with two fucking stone tablets and that's so fucking important that we need to break the rules and put that shit on county courthouses that public dollars pay for. What do you guys do? Again, how it is you guys rag everyone else's religion. That's how we see you. I mean, seriously. Yeah, again, how do I take you seriously when you tell me some dude put a staff in the water and it's not like it was a creek and they're like, no, an entire sea. Millions upon millions, if not billions of gallons of water. And apparently that shit split. Intergalactic traveler named Xenu are splitting the Red Sea. It all sounds ridiculous to everyone else, gang. So, I mean, just, just keep it real. Now, gang, there's no way I can end that little diatribe without starting today's show off with talking about the Trinity. God, Jesus, the Holy Ghost. I have been told great many a times, I've seen it said online, I've heard it said in church, <clears throat> that master theologians, I need to be better than you, I need another drink. That master theologians have been grappling with the complexity of the Trinity. It's it's one of Christianity's most complex and complicated. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Maybe I should give these fuck knuckles my Venmo. Right? Just break me off 10%. We'll be good to go. I could retire tomorrow. You want to know about the uh, Trinity? It's real easy. It's sitting on some bullshit. This shit just doesn't make sense. Period. And the only way to make this a relevant topic is to spin, is to backpedal, is to shuck and jive. It's basically just a lie. Right? And I remember, before we roll this fucked up ass tape, uh, <clears throat> the first person to say it to my face after I deconverted. And I still remember what she said. God is Jesus. Jesus is God. And together, they make the Holy Ghost. But... God is not Jesus. Jesus is not God. And together they do not make the Holy Ghost. And gang, I was like, hey, um, 
do me a favor. Do, as a matter of fact, do everyone a favor. Never say that bullshit out loud ever again. I don't think you have any idea how fucking stupid you just sounded right there. You are a grown ass woman and you just contradicted yourself. Then you smiled from ear to ear like you just broke down the secret of life. Don't ever say that shit ever again. The thing is, she says it to me. That's what I tell her. She says it to another Christian. They give each other a high five. So gang, we queued up the fuck face from Desiring God, John Piper. Because what, what's kind of normal Christian comeback 101? Right? 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 <clears throat> well, that person wasn't a real Christian. Okay. This fucker's a pastor. He's got a YouTube channel called Desiring God with over three quarters of a million fucking followers. Gang, if this fuckface is not a Christian, then who the fuck is? So we're going to listen to his fucked up ass explanation about the Trinity. The name of his fucked up ass uh, video, what's the difference between praying to Jesus and praying to the Father in the name of Jesus? Because, yeah, that makes sense. Roll this fucked up ass tape. What's the difference between praying to Jesus and praying to the Father in the name of Jesus? The difference is who, whom you're talking to. Um, I think it is uh, both right and inevitable to pray to all members of the Trinity. Pause it. Inevitable. Once you get your clerical qualifications, you just lose all enthusiasm for life. Does he's already coming across like Paul Washer? You guys remember when he told that fucked up ass story about of course another atheist encounter, right? And then I saw the atheist in the airport, and he was shooting up heroin only after he had sacrificed a baby to the god Molech. Then I told him I am a Christian. Then he said, "I don't like Christians. I really don't like you." God, God damn! You, it's very inevitable. I mean, holy shit! Get some fucking voice inflection. Act like you're enthusiastic about what the fuck it is that you're fucking talking about, Jack. I've had more fun at the fucking doctor's office getting a goddamn prostate exam from a doctor who I thought was either fucking Kareem Abdul-fucking-Jabbar or Arsenio Hall. I'm like, Doc, is that your goddamn finger? Did you use a whole fucking foot? I've been more enthusiastic over that than this bullshit. Dude, spice it up. Roll the tape. Having said that, I think it's normal because the way Jesus says it to talk to the Father in the name of the Son. Because he says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will give it to you. So that's the pattern that Jesus seemed to set up. My Father is the great giver. I am the mediator between you and my Father. I have died to pay for all... <coughs> Pause the date. Why does God need a mediator? Seriously. He can't talk to me unless I roll around in his son's blood who's actually himself but they're not a ghost but then five lions come together and make one big motherfucking lion Voltron defender of the universe I mean shut the fuck up why does God need a mediator why does he not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth I mean he watches me jerk off seriously why does he need a fucking mediator that makes no sense 
Roll the date. The answers to prayer that you will ever get, and therefore the normal way to think about coming to God in order to receive blessing is coming by the Spirit, through the Son, to the Father. That's just normal. We should know how the Spirit works to stir us up to pray, how the Son works to purchase all the answers to prayer, how the Father works as the great originator and giver of all things. And that Pause the tape. Is there any way John Piper could uh, possibly go fuck himself? How, again, how is this such a complicated fucking topic? Okay. Podcasters, you can't see me. Just act like you can. Follow my motherfucking finger. Austin, Texas is right there. San Antonio, Texas is right there. It's about an hour's drive. So you know what I do? That, that That's really it. Houston, Texas is two and a half hours that way. Why the fuck? If I'm trying to get to San Antonio, Texas, why would I go to Austin, to Houston, back to Austin, up to Dallas, down to Fort Worth, to fucking El Paso, down to San Antonio? Why would I do that? Why would I do that when I can just either hit 10 or 35 and be there in an hour? Gang, that's exactly what this fuckface is saying. <clears throat> Again, this three-headed fucking monster, this Theological fucking Cerberus dog. Why? Again, this fucker sat on a cloud by himself and apparently out of pure boredom and ego created an entire universe by talking to himself. But yet he needs a mediator that's multi-layered and apparently so complex that no one will ever be able to figure it out because... God. Roll this fucked up ass tape. It's good to know that because they did it that way together. The Trinity worked together to make answers to prayer possible. But once you know that, that they all teamed up to do this for you, you can't not thank them. <laughs> you can't not. Watch. Is my. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Again, only in Christianity. Only. <clears throat> it, when you talk about religion, can you get giddy that a father murdered his son? And then fix your funky ass mouth to say, isn't that the greatest show of love? Because that's what he's getting at. I just belch, hashtag a professional. We just paused the tape and we just ended the tape. I'm not going to sit here and listen to a grown ass man giggle like he's giddy, like uh, someone getting ready to lose their virginity for the fucking first time. Isn't it great? I mean, we don't understand the Trinity, but the great thing is, the really great thing is God murdered somebody. Yeah, that means he loves me. Again, take it from someone who teaches self-defense for a fucking living. In any other context, that wouldn't be love. That's a cry for help. He hurts me, therefore he loves me. Do you guys honestly know how many times I've heard that in all my time teaching women self-defense? There's, there's no difference. There's absolutely no fucking difference. All right, I afforded myself some coonery. We'll probably do that one tomorrow. Where's the other bullshit? No, oh, that's the one that's going to be... Oh, oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Gang, gang, okay. Let's do some S.J. Thomason. You, you want to know why I'm doing some S.J. Thomason? Because deep down inside, I don't like myself. 
Now, if you don't know who that is, congratulations. Look her monkey ass up. I've done an entire show on this raggedy piece of shit. Just know. She is emotional herpes. Her effects will never go away. You can only pray for moments of latent dormancy. SJ makes you worse by simply knowing her fucking name. She's fucking disgusting. Wait, hold on. I think there was another one I had. Of that raggedy piece of shit. Hold on. Can, Can you tell by the strong language that Uncle Bobby's not even close to bullshitting? I do not like this poisonous snake. I just don't. I think I saw one about... Hold on. Let's see what this one says. You may just get a blast of volume. Come on. Come on. Why is my iPad so much slower? Okay. Gang, we're going to do this one. We're going to do this one. Now. Hold on. One, we're not making it through. So let me set this one up. Because it's entitled Christianity versus Atheism, which helps with depression. Now, gang... I can joke, I can make jokes out of just about anything, but I don't joke when it comes to mental health. And I've always said, the best thing you can say to someone with an invisible disease is, I believe you. It's not a broken arm. You can't see it like cancer under a scan. It's still considered a soft science. Stop fucking around. Christians, stop it. Okay, fine. God helped your football team win, your car keys, whatever the fuck. But when it comes to mental health, fucking stop. Now, in typical SJ fashion, she sent out a fucked up ass tweet. Christianity cures depression. Gang, when I say I jumped her, I mean three quarters of atheist fucking Twitter jumped on her. And the other quarter were Christians saying... Delete that garbage. Delete that fucking garbage. And of course, she backpedaled. She bid all the fucking lies that she always does. The next thing you know, she's the victim. No one gets picked on on Twitter more than me. They said, shut the fuck up. And let me tell you why it's not cute. They were going to roll this fucked up ass tape, which we're not making it through. I can guarantee it. I told y'all, and I'm not even, fuck it. When it comes to mental health and having a mental health moment, a crisis, a dark moment, whatever you want to call it, I've been there. I'm sure some of y'all have been there. We've made it to the other side. Way to go, team. But, gang, I have often compared those moments to football. Football is a game of inches and seconds. When you see a running back run for 79 yards down the sideline, You see the 79 yards. What you didn't see was that nine technique missed the reach block, missed beating the reach block by literally a quarter of an inch. That quarter of an inch is why 79 yards later, that fucker's still running. It is a game of inches and seconds. When you are in the middle of a mental health crisis, inches and fucking seconds. Christians, Christians, You love to sit here and tout your success stories. But I told you, people who commit self-harm, they don't report. In that one second, 
where they could have called a physician or a pastor. Sometimes they choose to call a pastor. And y'all can fill in the rest of the blanks. So Christians, stop fucking around. Okay, fine, you're a sinner. You, you need the Jesus sacrifice. You're going to go to heaven. Bam. Leave the medical stuff to the actual doctors and scientists. You sit your monkey ass over here and explain what Noah did with all the shit on the fucking ark. But when someone is in the middle of crippling depression, stay out. Stay the fuck out. Now, gang, we're going to roll this tape. And I can tell you right now, we're not going to make it through. Christianity versus atheism, which helps with depression. Let me give you that answer right now. Neither. Because neither are qualified to speak about a medical issue. Christianity deals with the belief in God. Atheism says, I don't believe that belief. Neither one of those speak to actual medicine. So again, before we roll this fuck, I want to say this one more time. If you find yourself in a mental health crisis, call. Call your uh, uh, psychiatrist. Call 911. Call a friend. You do something. And if your friend's a pastor, you make sure your pastor is going to take real world fucking steps. But if they say, we're just going to come over and I'm going to pray, you tell that person, Robert Reed said, go fuck yourself. Then you call someone driving a fucking ambulance. Gang, let's roll this fucked up ass tape. Is the United States a medication nation? Are we focused on depression? Have we noticed rise in depression and suicide in the United States? Well, yes, unfortunately we have. We have a lot of trouble with that. And to answer some of these questions that we have today, we should go back into the past, deep into the past, and to learn from King Solomon, who is known as one of the wisest kings of all time. King Solomon was the wealthiest and most powerful king. Pause the tape. I already have a problem with that. You want to know why? Fuck King Solomon. Was it King Solomon PhD? Was it King Solomon licensed therapist? psychiatrist how many prescriptions has he written for mental health meds i don't give a fuck what solomon has to say you raggedy bastard roll this again we're not making it through it. we're not making it through it we have lived in ancient times he had hundreds of wives and all of his material desires were fulfilled his wives led him astray from god and he began worshiping pagan gods he also had more wisdom than anyone else and his wisdom shone through when he cried out in agony in ecclesiastes towards the end of his life after reflecting on the mistakes that he had made. In Ecclesiastes... Pause the tape. We're 51 seconds in. 51 seconds in. Gang, imagine if someone is in the middle of a mental health crisis. They barely have five seconds, much less 51 fucking seconds. Again, this is Christian apologetics right here. If you're going to say, because you already know what she's going to say. She's going to say that Christianity is better than atheism when it comes to depression. Well, let me tell you something, you stump bastard. If you got the fucking answer, say it right here. Because you know how many people could use that answer right now? It says you're going to make them wait for almost fucking nine minutes for you to say some fucking bullshit. Like, oh, just pray to Jesus. This is what you sound like, gang, when you don't give a fuck about other people. All you care about is your ego. And all you care about is your ability to say, guess who was right at the end of the debate? 51 seconds. Because she said, 
Christianity cures depression. I'm waiting. Roll the tape. One to three. I said to myself, come now. I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. In Ecclesiastes 2, 12 to 16, he continued, Then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom and also madness and folly. Pause the tape. Have you guys heard any mention about mental health? Have you heard anything about how Christianity is better? One minute and 23 seconds. Imagine someone in the middle of a mental health crisis. Minute and 23. That's what she's wasted of their life. Roll the tape. What more can the king's successor do than what has already been done? I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. The wise have eyes in their heads, while the fool walks in the darkness. But I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. Then I said to myself, the Fast forward, Jesus H. Christ. Me also. What then do I Why can't I fast forward? I said to myself, a common, okay. serious mood disorder. It causes severe symptoms that all right, now she's going to define depression. depression. The National Institute of Mental Health defines depression as a common but serious mood disorder. Oops, it causes buddy. severe symptoms that affect how you feel, think, and handle daily activities, such as sleeping, eating, or working. Symptoms include persistent sad, anxious, or empty mood, feelings of hopelessness or pessimism, irritability, feelings of guilt, worthlessness, or helplessness, can confirm of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities, can confirm increased energy or True. What helps relieve symptoms? According to the NIMH, medicine, psychotherapy, or a combination of both tend to be useful. True. Yet antidepressants take two to four weeks to offer relief. And according to the NIMH, in some cases, children, teenagers, and young adults under 25 may experience an increase in suicidal thoughts True. or behavior when taking antidepressants. True. Especially in the first few weeks after starting or when the dose has changed. Risk factors include personal or family history of depression, major life changes, trauma or stress, and certain physical illnesses and medications. So what can solve these problems? Is there anything outside of medicine, psychotherapy, Here we go. combinations? Is there anything else that we can turn to? Say Is there it. another source of hope? Can atheism pull someone out of depression? Is that possible? Atheism is either rejecting God's existence or lacking the belief in God. Pause the tape. Why don't we ask, can geometry pull you out of depression? Can creatine monohydrate pull you out of depression? Can this fan sitting on my desk pull you out of depression? She's just asking a fucked up ass question. The answer is no. The answer is no. You want to know why? And this is why I won't say this on a Christian show. Because they will fucking cut and then repost it as an atheist says that atheism can't help but depression. <laughs> but this is my goddamn show. Atheism cannot help you with depression because atheism does not speak to depression. Atheism speaks to depression about as much as cotton balls do. 
Roll this fucked up ass tape. And how the atheist defines himself or herself. Some people become atheists following a very traumatic event based on emotional reasoning. Pause the tape. More dishonesty from fuckface S.J. Thomason. She's been told a billion times. That's not atheism. I told you. We're going to fast forward. This raggedy bitch. S.J. I think it was my second coffee talk. Again, she and I had personal conversations on the phone. We had DM'd. We had texted. I'd already done one of her coffee talks. So at this point, I knew her flow. And I told y'all before. I told her because she asked about how I became an atheist. And I told her, SJ, I know where you want to go with this. Don't do it. She knew what I was talking about. I'm telling my story. SJ, it's two times. I know where you want to go with this. Don't fucking do it. I'm finishing up my story. And I say, SJ, don't do it. I would tell you guys, go look that shit up. But she nuked all the fucking shows where she had an atheist on there. It's her channel. She can do whatever she wants. But, gang, I finished the fucking sentence. And you know what she said? Oh, Robert, I totally sympathize. I understand how atheists become atheists because something bad happened. I checked that raggedy, dishonest bitch three times. Three times in under 60 seconds. So again, this is just, we're not going to listen to that. Roll the tape. This video, which is something that actually gives many of us hope who are trying to commit. Fast forward. Now we're back in Ecclesiastes. Fuck me. To achieve everything. And the moon and the stars. More Ecclesiastes. Questions been answered. Is there a single answer for all of these very difficult. Okay, pause the tape. Here's a very, I've seen a million apologists do this one. Why are we here? How did we get here? Is there more to life? Why do I have a conscience? I'm waiting. Please tell me how those four fucked up ass questions cure depression. Roll the tape. Meaningful, deep questions of life. And if we find that answer, will we find the hope we need to help help us with our depression? Pause the tape, end the tape. There she goes. If you get those questions answered, there goes your depression. I already know where she's going with it. I can figure that out. Not even I am that stupid. As we turn off this fucked up ass tape, I want to end it by saying this. Don't listen to her. Do not listen to any... Again, I need some more of that fucking alcohol. That shit's delicious. I'm sorry, buddy. He's so comfortable on my lap. Dad's coming right back. If you are hurting, do not call a pastor. Don't you call a fucking pastor. You call a physician. Hold on. Prayer seems to work great for everything except real fucking life. Congratulations. Your favorite baseball team won the World Series. That missing $20 bill? Oh my God. It was in the uh, bottom of your fucking car. Holy shit. God is great. What can't God do? Prove himself to be real. Now, if you are having a mental health crisis of any kind, stop fucking around. Understand that you are worth tomorrow. 
Put the Christianity up on the fucking shelf. Buddy, if you don't move your ass. Come here. Ah. Ah. Take mental health for what it is. And that is a medical issue. Doctors handle medical issues. Pastors do not. So stop fucking around. Hold on. You guys want to watch me pour this sexy ass shit? You're broke motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, what, what are you drinking? Tell me what you are. Put it in the comments. Huh? What Kool-Aid foolishness are you drinking? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah, you like that. Oh, yeah. Let me, let, let's pour this bitch to the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Mwah. I told you. This makes me better than you. That's fucking delicious. Let's wrap this topic up. Back on top. If there is a bone sticking out of the skin and blood is splurting out, you would not pray. You would call 911. Start treating your mental health the exact same way. Christians who want to sit here and spout this bullshit, they're being emotionally violent, whether they realize it or not. When you're in the middle of a mental health crisis, you put the Bible down, you pick up the goddamn phone, and you call a licensed medical professional you're not being invaded by the fucking devil you're, a medical issue is happening you call a pastor you do not call you call a pastor what that was a slip you call a fucking physician you don't call a pastor alright gang who do we want to do next you know what let's just listen to this one cause this is one of the dudes who kind of brought me up in the atheistic game he doesn't know my name for shit but this is about 60 seconds. And gang, it just kind of, I learned this word, encapsulate, enca fuck me. <laughs> it rolls all of this up in one nice, neat little fucking ball. It's Matt Dillahunty talking to a Christian apologist. Again, Christian apologist, this is what your shit sandwich tastes like. But just let Matt do the talking for himself. You guys, hold on. Is it up? Roll the tape. Fucking. It's a short. Why do I got fucking capitalism? You're basically saying these religious accounts are true and these religious accounts over here are not true. And you have no better evidence for your truth than they have for theirs. Because what you have is a claim from someone who you find truthful. Now, are you just going to say that for all those other religions or for those other supernatural accounts, you just don't find those people truthful? Yeah, exactly. Okay, then I don't find yours truthful. And there's no point in having a debate because we no longer give a damn about epistemology. We're just going to go with how our gut feels, right? Well, we're going to look at the evidence. Do you have any evidence that doesn't come from the Bible? No. Okay, so you, you have nothing but a hearsay account from an unidentifiable source. We have evidence from the New Testament, including Paul and the Apostles and so forth. It's not evidence, it's claims. You can say that there are people who wrote stories and you find them compelling, and okay, I don't. If you're, if you're just going to keep dismissing the evidence and we're done. Yes, we it. are. And you know whose fault it is? The God that you yeah. believe in, because yeah. the God that you believe in is too stupid to understand right. that when he presents something in a way where it's indistinguishable from other things that are false, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. I didn't make up the rules about what counts as evidence. Oh, did he just leave? He's definitely not here. I'm pretty right. sure he just quit because I'm not going to accept the stories from his book while he's not giving me any reason why he's rejecting the stories from other people's books. Pause the tape. Yeah, yeah, Christians. Exactly. Ex fucking exactly. That's what we're fucking talking about. What I said 40 minutes ago almost about how you dismiss Xenu. Again, gang, that is not unique. That is not unique at all.
right? You want me to believe what it is you are pushing, right? Right, okay. Well, I don't believe that. Well, you're going to burn in hell. I know you said that, but the book that you just quoted, I don't believe that. Matter of fact, what do you think about the Bhagavad Gita? I don't even know what the fuck that is. I just know that it's wrong. Again, Christians, you want more from us than what it is you're willing to give yourself. I thought those 60 seconds fucking nailed kind of the typical Christian atheist back and forth. Right? You want us to listen to it. Again, like fuckface Ray Comfort. <clears throat> After he does his, you're lying, cheating, but even when the people say, I don't believe any of that. And there's like, you're lying, cheating, adulterous, blah, 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 blah. you're going to burn in hell. Does that concern you? And the atheist would be like, no. But I just told you, you're going to burn in hell. Because you're quoting a book that I don't believe in. But the book says right there. Again, as long as you have a fucking faith claim, Christians, we're just going to dismiss it just the way you dismiss everyone else. Now, gang, what's the next one up? Hold on. Hold on. Got to return a text. Okay. Let's go. Oh, gang, you want to do this one? We're not going to make it all the way through this one. Gang, this is fuckface Jeff Durbin. Jeff Durbin is one of those presuppositional fuckfaces. And, yeah, I did a show on that a couple days ago. We're not going to make it all the way through, but just know for the part that we're going to listen to, I want you guys to take notice. <clears throat> I think allergies are kicking up. Oy. I want you guys to take notice on how it is. He's not really asking questions. Here again, one answer must necessarily follow the other answer. And he will not move off of this until he gets the answer he needs. It's dishonesty. Now, let's get this thing queued up. Hold on. Wait for it. This will be my first time trying ah, to... Ah, fucking capitalism. I think these are going to be... Good. Yeah, 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 I'm licking your balls. Give up on running. No, we can't get rid of it either, gang. Don't you hate it when it's like that? Honestly, it alters my news. And now we got fucking two of them. You can tell these things are just robotic. It's an ad for running shoes. To a guy who can't walk for more than 50 meters without collapsing from fucking chronic pain. Okay, you guys ready? Hold on. So this is fuckface Jeff Durbin at the Reason Rally. Let's see what he's got to say. It's going to be fucked up. Okay. All right, so we're further into the Reason Rally now, and I met Matthew... Matthew's from New York, and he is the, the co-president, uh, the, vice, the president vice president of the, uh, the Atheists and Agnostics um, Society of Cornell. At Cornell, okay. So you came all the way down to the Reason Rally? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have family around here, but yeah. So okay. kind of a cool thing. mental states I mean, I mean it, it becomes a little bit complicated. You can talk about um, brain states as causing mental states, and that might make some sense. I personally think... Okay, pause the tape already. So now we're talking about brain states and mental states. <clears throat> now keep in mind, Jeff Durbin is trying to prove there is a God. Why the fuck are you talking about mental states and brain states and brain fizz? Why don't you just say the fuckers over there? I mean, shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. Yeah, but what I'm hearing you though is what I, I guess what I'm getting at is this: is that we have this foundation 
pause the tape. Cosmic Lee Broccoli, that's a new one. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so again, I'm not a scientist. I, I, I will always tell you what it is where I'm weak. Science is one of those, right? Which is sad because I'm a bachelor's of science. Jesus, Robert, go fuck yourself. But I told you once many, many shows ago, Jeff Durbin is taking that one quote from Neil deGrasse Tyson where he says, <clears throat> we are made up of stardust. Now, quite literally, the stardust in your right hand, and I can't raise my left one because Buddy's currently asleep on it. The stardust in your right hand is different from the stardust in your left hand. And he, again, he's got this... I would listen to that man read a Chinese food fucking menu. And he said, you know, the if you want to thank the creator, blah, 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 thank the stars because they literally exploded their cosmic guts. And it was... It sounded fantastic. Now, do I know what that means? No, the fuck I don't. <clears throat> because I'm not an, an, what is it, an astrophysicist, whatever the fuck he is. He's just smarter than I am. Now, Jeff Durbin has taken that and run with it. So we're just stardust. And then you get so, and again, totally unsuspecting. It's not this boy's fault. And they'll be like, well, yeah, because we've all heard Neil deGrasse say that more than once, right? Gang, okay, let's say <coughs> that, yes, we are made up of stardust. We're also made up of red blood cells, white blood cells, corneas, retinas, hair follicles, tendons, ligaments, muscles. And we're made up of a whole, what, 206 bones? If you're just going to sit there and knuckle human existence down, oh, so what you're saying is that we're all thumbnails. Are we all thumbnails? Why is it bad for one thumbnail to shut the fuck up? Again, it's kind of like making that fucked up ass argument or why shouldn't we just go kill our next door neighbor's kid? On top of the fact that I don't want to, why is this a bigger topic of conversation? Again, go talk to a sociologist if you want that real answer. But you don't. If you want to know what Neil deGrasse Tyson actually meant, go ask him. Go ask an actual physicist. They about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag professional. They will give you that answer. But no, no, you're gonna go to the Reason Rally and ask an undergraduate who has not graduated a loaded, fucked up ass, unanswerable, stupid fucking question. Because, Jesus. Roll the tape. Right? And why should anybody say, we need to fight for this kind of brain fizz? Versus over here, a person is fizzing this way. This is just a stupid question. So that's why I brought up the, uh, well, in terms of resolving disputes, that's one question. In terms of why, within one framework, I would believe anything at all. Again, I think that it's the result of a combination of evolved social instincts. and random. Pause the tape. Evolution could have brought us to irrationality as the norm. All right. Chapstick, coffee, iPad, mouse. But what you don't seem to understand is 
My dick is actually 17 inches. Toenails, dish soap. I don't like broccoli. What? Evolution could have brought us to irrationality? I'm not an evolutionary biologist, but does rationality and bio... I don't know. <clears throat> and something tells me Jeff Durbin knows even less. Roll this fucked up ass tape. I'm talking about morality, not rationality. I'm talking about the information and the fizz going on in your brain. So over here we have... If I use your foundation, I take atheism, say Dawkins, naturalistic materialism, and I look out across right now, I see a bunch of bags of biological stuff that are fizzing chemically. Pause the tape. Again. I see a bunch of bags of biological stuff versus what guilty sinners that deserve to go to hell. And the only way we can make be made kind of slightly okay is to roll around in some fucker's gut because his dad murdered him because whatever the fuck Christians, before you criticize someone else's point of view, check your own bullshit. Roll the tape. Buddy is knocked the fuck out. Pause the tape. Two minutes and thirteen. There's no way we're getting it through thirteen minutes, gang. What the fuck does this have to do with a god existing? Tell me. Why are we talking about fucking logic again? Yeah, we're not making it through this. I told y'all once. I'm gonna tell you for the one billionth time. More probably like the third time. Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. When I was in junior high, the worst thing yet by today's standards, it would be called bullying. Quite literally, someone would be suspended. Someone else would go to like victim services, be told they were a good person and put on Prozac. Gang, when I was a kid, the worst thing that you could have been called back in those days was a virgin. We were in the eighth grade. Who the fuck wasn't a virgin, right? And again, it wasn't just, hey, have you had sex? No, I haven't. Well, you're a virgin. No, gang, it was an all day beating. I remember going home. One of the good parts about being a loner, no one ever picked on me. And if they would have, they were like, are you a virgin? I was like, well, yeah. You mean you haven't got any pussy? That's kind of the definition of a virgin. Well, I'm telling everybody. I'm pretty sure everybody already knows. Alrighty, Joji. The only person I have ever cared about pleasing is a lady right behind me. My mom. Is there everyone else who would be like, I'm going to make fun of you. My mom thinks I'm kind of cool, so knock yourself out. But I never got that. But, yeah. It, I mean, it was fucking terrible. And I told you, I've seen people cry. And they cried for one of two reasons. At the end of school, they took a beating for eight straight hours. Mercilessly teased. Made fun of because they were like everyone else. You weren't sexually active. It was 1984. Who was fucking back in those days? Nobody. Well, the second person who cried was, you escaped Monday, but you were afraid that Tuesday was going to be your day. Now, gang, some of us got wise to the game. 
And in order to prove your male sluttiness, the girls weren't doing it. It was just the fucking dudes. <clears throat> you would come up with the most fucked up ass sexual scenario because you were just pulling, you were a virgin. You're just pulling shit out of your ass. And it was like, oh, there were six blondes, four redheads. One of them had like 19 tits. This one had three legs. There was a fucking fire hydrant. I, it just, you would describe the most fucked up ass sexual scenario, right? <clears throat> this is definitely allergies game. Remind me to take a pill after this. You would describe the most fucked up ass scenario that if you put that on a script and handed that to the most seasoned porn star, they would read the script and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly what kind of non-Christian upbringing did you have? Who writes this shit down on paper? Gang, my point is, again, if you were to ask me at 50 years old, are you a virgin? I would look at you like you're stupid. I wouldn't even bother answering that question. More times than not, I'm just gonna be sitting next to my partner. I'd be like, My point is, if you have to work this hard to prove that you're telling the truth, it's probably because you're lying. If you have to talk to me about logic, ask me 900 questions that I can't answer because they're so fucking confusing, it's not, you don't, you don't got the mots. If your way to be right is to confuse the person you're talking to, it's because you're lying. A little bit more of this fucked up ass tape, roll the tape. Good job, kid. Pause the tape. Where did that come from? You as an atheist don't have an absolute standard for science, logic. What? Again, honestly and truly, how does any of this prove that there's again? I had a mom. There. Did I just prove it? That ugly guy right there? That's me. Do I have to sit here and say, well, I mean, you have without my mom, you got no absolute basis for it. Well, I mean, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I can simply point to that beautiful, timeless beauty, black don't crack woman standing right behind me. If I had to work this hard to prove that I had a mom, you would just think that I'm fucking lying. Why don't y'all just look at my mom a little bit? My mom's good looking, isn't she? Yeah? That was the best mom on the fucking... Can you believe she made a sack of shit like me? Mom, you were the fucking best. Okay, let's get a little bit more of this fucked up ass state while well, you guys look at my mom. That's a beautiful smile, isn't it? Pause the tape, end the tape. Now we're talking about nature being uniform and logic and the blase and the fucking glavenoids. Again, that beautiful, majestic woman behind me is my mother. Now, if you want to sit here and tell me that you don't believe me, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. 
Well, Robert, if there is no God, what's wrong with me fucking myself? I don't know. I don't care. Get away from me. If I have to prove this hard, and work this hard to prove that what I'm saying is right, it's because I'm fucking lying. Okay, gang. Now, when I told you guys that I was saving something near and dear to me, I was. Hold on. Let's uh, get it queued up. You guys have maybe heard me say once or twice some. the name Fuckface Craig Reed. Now, gang, Craig Reed and I met many years ago on SJ's channel. And we had a good relationship, right? I don't dislike Craig Reed, even though I call him a fuckface. The reason why I call Craig Reed a fuckface is because Craig Reed has never really answered a single question I've ever asked him. And I put him at the end because to me, Craig is the perfect example of a Christian apologist. So if you aren't aware, Austin, Texas is the capital of Texas. So when I ask you, what is the capital of Texas? And then you give me the history of Texas. Then you tell me that you don't like orange juice but the New Orleans Saints is your favorite fucking football team. You're actually left-handed. I only weigh 173 pounds. What is the capital of Texas is actually a very easy question to answer. It's either it's Austin, Texas, or I don't know. If it takes you nine fucking hours, you're lying. Now, gang... This is the last time I talked to fuckface Craig Reed. I had talked to him maybe two or three times on SJ's channel. I talked to him once on his channel. And then at the end of it all, before I quote unquote broke up with Craig Reed, he came on Gonna Go For It's channel. If you don't know gonna go for it look that shit up tell peter uncle bobby sent you hit the subscribe button peter is fucking fantastic and i love that man like a brother to fucking peter actually i know peter because of fuckface sj that's the one good thing i can say about my meeting with fucking sj but gang at the end of it and I remember in the pregame show before Craig tuned in, I told Peter, I will do this. But, one, I'm not going to blow my stack. Because Craig feeds off that chaos. Two, you got to take the leash off me. Right? I, 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 I finally understand how to talk to Craig Reed. Now, gang, I queued it up to the hour 27 mark. I'm probably going to jump around a little bit, but I want you guys to hear what it is that I put up with and why it is. I've mentioned fuckface Craig Reed in the past. This guy is an absolute master at not answering questions, which makes him the quintessential Christian apologist. You guys ready? Roll it. Look at my mother. Look at my mom. Look at me. Look at my mom. Look at my mom. Look at me. My mom is a beautiful woman. That's her thumbprint. I miss you, Mom. Okay, you guys ready? Let's roll the tape. In the Bible, it explicitly tells you who you can enslave, why you can enslave. Yeah, pause the tape already. So Peter's really good at that. 
Peter will hold your feet to the fucking fire. And you'll never guess who never liked it. Craig Reed. Right? Uh, my last time on SJ's channel, he, in a very negative way, uh, compared me to Peter. Right? Don't be like Peter! Don't be like Peter! That's another thing that Craig does. Or did. He doesn't like to let you complete a sentence. Right? That way, it's not an actual back and forth. It's just Craig Reed kicking bullshit at you. Roll the tape. Them and what you should pay for them. Right, so and what? It even, it even tells you... So he said, so what? It, hold on. You did, you guys didn't. Pause it, did you guys catch that? Craig's response was, so what? And then you hear me say, so what? Like, did you just really say, so what? To the topic of slavery? To a black guy and a fucking Jew? <laughs> Peter's Jewish, by the way. Roll the tape. Why you can enslave them and what you should pay for them. Right, so even It even tells you so how what? you can trick your fellow. You did, you guys didn't, you guys didn't listen to a single thing no, I just said. You didn't I, listen I, to a single, on, you're going into atheist talking point bullcrap. No, 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 Say goodbye to mom. Mom, I will never say goodbye to you. But my audience is saying goodbye to mom. We're coming down, gang. Here's mom. All right, coming down. All right. That angle was kind of fucking me up. So just so you guys know, so you see my dad? That's burnt orange. That's a longhorn. My mom's went. I graduated from the University of Texas at Austin. I played at UT. I'm a longhorn. My parents went to Southern. Gang, I don't have any UT stuff here. I don't. I, I, I actually think the color burnt orange is absolutely fucking atrocious. Gang, my parents' closet is littered with burnt orange. The two biggest Robert Reed fans, the two biggest fans of number 40 are right behind me. I mean, honestly, my mom, to the day she died, still wore shirts that said, my son is number 40. Right? But... Back on topic. So this came about <clears throat> because I brought up the Bible is said to be inerrant. In other words, it is perfect. Okay, there, there's no there's no wavering. That's what Christianity teaches. And Craig did what all apologists do, and that's backpedal, make excuses, out of context, blah 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 blah. You weren't a real Christian, yeah. That's where this part's coming from. Roll the tape. Wait, 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 wait. I have to jump in on this. I've been quiet way too long. Uh, when I you disagree. start. <laughs> I no, disagree. We can be quiet all time. Hold on, Craig. Hold on, Craig. When I get, when I am presented, and when I say I, I mean all of us. When you are presented with the premise that the Bible is inerrant, which means there are no errors in it, we right. present you an error. That's a contradiction, and I've used this example before. If I tell you, Craig, you can cheat off of my test. All one, all ten questions are correct, except for answer number one, number five, and number ten. I don't have a perfect test. Way to go, me! When you tell me, or when Christians tell me that the Bible is inerrant. I didn't tell no, you that. On, That's on, why Craig. this is obnoxious. Stop, Craig, I didn't stop, say that. Stop, stop, stop. When I say you, I'm saying Christians. 
I'm saying Christianity. I'm saying the Christianity that you accused me of being corrupted. You, and I've said this before, I'm out of the business of telling Christians what is and is not Christianity. I'm speaking for this side. When we hear that this book is perfect, but then we show you imperfections, and then we get backpedaling, we get excuses. I'll speak for myself. I'm asking for explanations. Okay. Now, now here, one more here. time, one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> Craig got mad. People get flustered, and when people get upset, it makes me wonder, what are you hiding? It's no different than the Sunday school teacher who kicked me out of Sunday school who said, you're going to go to hell for asking questions. And so when I say the Bible's inerrant, the Bible's perfect, that's what I was taught. And then someone says, that's bullshit. That's a contradiction. That okay, but you, the answer. Okay, but you, you all of a sudden, you see the problem. And no, this is no. why a lot, wait, so then let me talk and I'll explain the problem. Pause the tape. That's very, that's quintessential Craig, quint, that's quintessential Craig Reed. Right? When you put him on the spot, justifiably so, he got mad. He always got mad. Right? He's like, oh, just let me talk. It's like, motherfucker, that's all you do is talk. And that is why, if you, if you can hear the tone of my voice, I realized after several conversations with fuckface Craig Reed that with Craig, you don't fight fire with fire. You have to fight fire with water. Please notice that I'm a lot more calm and collected because the only way you can talk to Craig is like this. Craig is used to chaos. You don't give him chaos. You don't feed his addiction for it. Roll the tape. That okay, but you, answer. Okay, but you, you all of a sudden... Wait, you see the problem. Kicked me out of Sunday school who said, you're going to go to hell for asking questions. And so when I say the Bible's inerrant, the Bible's perfect, that's what I was taught. And then someone says, that's bullshit. That's a contradiction. That okay, but you, answer. Okay, but you, you all of a sudden, you see the problem. And no, this is no. why a lot, wait, so then let me talk and I'll explain the problem. I Go ahead. The, <laughs> but this is starting to get annoying. You guys are. You guys hear me in the background? I was like, go on, shit. And now he's getting mad. Because again, when I realized what kind of personality I was dealing with, I had to back off. Again, sometimes you can fight fire with fire. This time I had to fight fire with water. Roll the tape. Starting to double team me, not let me speak, speak again. Okay. Not Here's true. Here's the problem. If you if you take to a kid, and this is exactly why there's a bunch of atheists right now who started out as young earth creationists, because if you say your faith hinges on the idea that the Bible is inerrant, then when they start discovering their errors in the Bible, all of a sudden they're like you. They're like, I, now I got to be an atheist. It's not either or. I became a Christian. Pause the tape. I told Craig a million times, and early in the show he did that, blah, 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 blah. no. Again, I'm an atheist for one reason and one reason only. 
When you told me there was a God, I asked you to prove it. You didn't prove it. I said, I'm just not buying your bullshit. Period. End of story. Craig Reed and all other Christian apologists, please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Never in my life did it ever occur to me as a practicing Christian that I was ever supposed to think of the Bible as inerrant. Never even occurred to me because I studied other faith texts, the, the Tao Te Ching, as a 25-year-old secular person. I know. I didn't think, wow, this is inerrant or it's all false. It's either inerrant or it's all false. That's total garbage. I didn't it's say it was total garbage. I, I never once said that. I never but you are you are presenting yourself no, to me as I an atheist. Saying, no, as an I, not as a, I kind of believe in God as no, an atheist. I didn't say that. I never want. Pause the tape. Another thing Craig Reed always did. He never understood when I told him I'm an atheist. That means I just don't believe in God, and I kind of know the reason why. That's a whole other show. But him and a several other Christians kind of always thought. And I was just kind of on the fence. And I was like, mm, we can get him back. And I always said, I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. Right? And they'd always DM me and quadruple team me. And it was like, I don't think you heard a word I just said. I said, I don't believe in your God. Period. To use either, period, period. Shut the fuck up, Craig Reed. Roll the tape. said that. What I did say. Oops. What I did bloody. say was when. I am told that the Bible is inerrant. No different than our second coffee talk with Stephanie. When I asked, was Adam and Eve real? Stephanie said yes. Craig said no. There's an error. I said I doubt, so, it. I doubt it. No, 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 Craig. You said it, it I wasn't it. real. was a metaphor. Now, I, 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 don't, I don't get the I don't get the premise where I'm supposed to the stand here and defend is, other people's faiths. I'm, I, I'm defending my faith, not other people. Pause and take. Also, typical cred read. Now look how he is not only backpedaling, he is panicking. Again, when me and Craig never talked about religion, it was all good. When we talked about religion, because again, it's indefensible. It's straight up in fucking defensible. This is what he did. Panic, start complaining, start crying out he was a victim, the blase, and the fucking glavenoids. Roll the tape. Not Stephanie's, out not Heather's. Out of the two of us, Craig, out of the period. two of us. I know you said period. Out of the two of us, you're the only one that's yelling. I'm telling you, the point is, when I asked, was Adam and Eve real? That's in Genesis. That's the first right. book of the Bible. When I can find an error, an inerrant book, and I say, please justify it, I get yelled at. Now, you tell me how I'm supposed to take that. I just told you. Other people are telling you the Bible is inerrant. I so, never did. Okay, that's fine. I never that's fine. did. That's but fine. you're telling me to that's justify fine. their claim. That's fine. No, I won't. No, no, Craig. <laughs> no, I no, won't. No. I didn't tell you it was Craig, inerrant. They did. I'm going to use your words. Period. Please stop. I'm asking you. What you know what I'm asking you? I'm asking you this okay. right now. Robert, I'm asking Robert, I've got I that question. you. Robert. Okay. So hold on. There, there was a part I wanted to get to. Hold on, gang. Hold on. By I already got three up. You can go watch them now. What are the truths that you live by? This how you decide what's capital T true? We're all on the same Agreed. page. Sure. Which is correct. Okay, pause the tape. So Craig justifying atheism. Hold on, roll the tape. Incorrect in the We're all on the same page. Sure. Agreed. Okay. 
A Bible is a book of stories that contains some metaphorical wisdom truths. Are we still all on the same page? Metaphorical wisdom. You know, for the sake of argument, sure. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would agree with that. Go ahead. Okay. The actual roadmap to the living God. And this, how you decide what's capital T true. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a whole bunch of series on this. Okay. All right. For, uh, fast forward. Fuck God. Craig Reed. I got three up. You can go watch them now. Yeah, yeah I'm looking your bowls. If the Bible has ever seen it, how do we figure out? So I read it with with prayerfully considered, okay. trying to the best of my ability talk to act the actual living God and prayerfully consider scripture by scripture. And the scriptures that I think, yes, that's 100% true, that rings true with my inner man, that rings true with everything that I know to be true, I'm gonna internalize that truth and I'm gonna try and walk it out. And I'm gonna try and embody, more important than just believe, embody, live by, walk out that truth because that is something I want to be like. That's how you decide. You prayerfully consider the Bible with absolute integrity and you pray okay. a lot. You pray morning, noon, and night, and then you. You guys see why I stopped talking to fucking Craig Reed? Let's get a couple more fat. There's one more part. I can't remember where it is. I'm not gonna bore y'all all day. Hold the on. Things that rub you up, and that's also the Bible. So you are gonna stand. Uh, distinguish. Wait, wait, wait. It, truth isn't isn't. Pause the tape, gang. This is why it is. I need a production team. So they can do this shit for... There's one part in particular, and if I don't find it here soon, I'm just going to fucking tell you about it. Roll the tape. A matter of opinion. How do we figure out which is an error and which is... Ah, wait, I think we're getting close. To the same ...by Craig. their fruits. Craig. Three oh, years hey. from now, you turn around. Ah, ah. that rule alone, then I am the perfect Christian. I can tell you, I'm a better Christian, for instance, than... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So let me try and interject some. So when we say like truth and stuff like that, when you start quoting the Bible and telling us you shall know them by their fruits and all that other stuff, and like I said 50 some odd minutes ago, just giving us great quotes doesn't mean much to us. Exactly. Exactly. Science is science not because it's a science book, because it can be tested. And I used this example during our last coffee talk. The boiling point of water is the boiling point of water, not because it's in book, is because you can test it anywhere, in any lab, on your stove, on my stove, on Peter's stove, and we will get similar results. And right. so when we ask, Kind of for this. Pause the tape. You guys catch how I said the word boiling? So <laughs> here's the thing about boiling. <laughs> so when I got to Austin in 1991, gang, I was teased mercilessly on how it is I spoke. A lot of my blood is from the fucking swamp, right? And so you have to learn how to speak say certain words like boil that's not how we say it I've been teased on how I pronounce the word dog I gotta right, really enunciate the things that go in the back of your uh, 
what your Walkman. You know the things that power them. B A T T E R Y. Gotta learn how to say that. So I think I just caught myself. <laughs> and the other one was yeah. And there's a whole bunch of words, but the boiling. I still catch myself still enunciating my words because that's not the way I. I didn't know I was saying it quote unquote wrong until I got to Austin. Austin, go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Hardcore proof. And again, you go to great quotes and be nice to your wife and know them by their fruits and all this other stuff. Those are just really great quotes. And like I said, where is that part? Let me make it clear. Two plus two is four. Isn't two plus two is four because you quotes. You've been giving us great advice. Okay. You know what? Pause that tape in that tape. I wanted you to catch it. Gang, the part that I was looking for was for four previous interviews, Craig Reed told me that I was brought up in a corrupt form of Christianity. All those previous interviews, I told him, shut the fuck up. Tell me how it is. And then he would just move on to another topic. It was during this show I said, stop, and I'm not letting it go. You fucking tell me. And I said, previous interviews you told me I was a part of a corrupt Christianity there are over 30,000 denominations of just Christianity I want you to tell me how it is that you know how you know that I was in the corrupt version you know what he said on this show when I held his feet to the fire I don't know it's like then I, how the fuck can you say that Right, that's the part I was looking for. So, gang, that was just sitting on some bullshit. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. Hold on. So, as a result, Uncle Bobby's only going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Christianity, shut the fuck up. But before I do that, please remember, I'm better than you. Whatever rot gut bullshit you're drinking tonight, it's not this good. I want you to think about that. More importantly, I want you to step your game up. Because until you drink some shit like this, you ain't shit. But gang, Christianity is sitting on some bullshit. So if you're anything like me, don't beat yourself up, gang. Do not beat yourself up. For, for falling for this foolishness. Because you know what? They got you when you were too young to fight back. There's nothing logical about Christianity. And for Christians, if you're listening, again, thank you so much. But just think about how it is you rag everyone else. And how ridiculous Scientology, Jehovah's Witness, uh, how you rag everyone else, that's how we think about you. But gang, the first one up was fuckface John Viper. Talking about the Trinity. Gang, I have an easier time. And again, if you're a Transformers fan like I am, you'll understand this reference. When the Constructicons transform to Bruticus! I have an easier time telling you how a backhoe, a dump truck, a cement mixer, 
whatever the fuck it was with a wrecking ball in a semi-tractor trailer formed one big giant wrecking ball machine robot that fucks him. I have an easier time explaining that than you fuck faces do explaining the fucking trinity. Thousands of years, it's the most complicated topic. Actually, no, it's not. When you finally sit down, admit that it's sitting on some bullshit, it's really easy. Don't worry. I'm going to post my Venmo. You can give me 10% of your income. I just cracked one of the hardest nuts there was to crack in all Christianity by simply telling you the motherfucking truth. And that is that your belief is sitting on some bullshit. Hold on, game. What was the next one up? Who gives a shit? Next one up is S.J. Thomason. Shut the fuck up. Pin your fucking mouth. <clears throat> really long story short. Gang, if you're having a mental health crisis, call a doctor. I'm not joking around. The Holy Ghost, the Spirit, the sacrifice, are you a Pentecostal, are you a Methodist, are you a whatever, I don't care. You're worth tomorrow. And as long as you sit there and waste away precious seconds and inches talking about something that's absolutely irrelevant to your mental health, I can't even finish the fucking sentence. If you're in the middle of a mental health crisis, do not turn to Christianity. When when you survive to see the next day, fine. But when real shit happens, you need real world fucking solutions. Prayer doesn't work. Communion doesn't work. I don't give a fuck what it is you have to say. If you're having a mental health crisis, you rely on doctors. Do not call a fucking pastor. Gang, what was the next one up? What was the next one up? Matt Dillahunty crushing Christians again. This is how we think about you guys. And how you sit there and you confidently, you know, pull your Christian dick out on the table and just simply say, everyone else is wrong. Well, I'm the only one who's right. Well, you're never, guess what? You've never gone up against an atheist like this motherfucker. Who's better than you? How you feel about everyone else, that's how I feel about you. Well, it says right here in the Bible, you can stop right there. Because it says right here on my left nut to shut the fuck up. If you aren't willing to give other religions the same courtesy, don't ask the same from us. Jeff Durbin was next up. Shut the fuck up. Again, that was almost a 14-minute video where he talked about logic, reason, science, plasma, sperm cells, endometriosis, AIDS, herpes, Shut the fuck up. If it takes you that long, you're lying. You are fucking lying. And again, apologia in Greek or Latin, whatever it means to explain or to defend. In Cajun, it simply means I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Gang, last one up. Lastly, but not leastly, fuckface Craig Reed and Christian apologetics as a whole. Shut the fuck up. Again, I have mentioned Craig several times, but I want you guys to hear it. Craig Reed never answered questions. 
Now, he doesn't drink. I do. If we sat down, I had alcohol. He had a Shirley Temple, whatever the fuck. I'm sure he and I could talk about football and have a grand old time. I don't dislike. I just belch. Hashtag the professional. I don't dislike Craig Reed. I don't know him enough to say I dislike. But the Christian Craig Reed represents Christian apologetics better than anyone else that I've ever really talked to next to S.J. Thomas. And that is, don't answer questions. Craig Reed got hostile and defensive when we held his feet to the fucking fire. You want to know why? In all honesty, Craig Reed is forced to defend that which is indefensible. Christianity by itself is literally sitting on some bullshit. Virgins don't get pregnant. Inerrant books that have errors, they're not perfect. Dead Jews that are tortured literally to death, they don't come back to life. Pick pick, pick something else. The Trinity doesn't make sense. The earth is not 6,000 years old. There's no heaven. There's no hell. Shut the fuck up. Christians are forced to defend that which is indefensible. That is why we have Christian apologetics. Again, that beautiful Cajun woman, that's my mother. If you don't believe me, I'm simply going to tell you to go fuck yourself and never talk to me ever the fuck again. If you're really skeptical and I'm just feeling that nice, I can take a DNA swab and I can prove to you up to 99% that that beautiful Cajun over my left shoulder, that that's my mom. If it takes more than that, I'm going to tell you, one, I'm insulted, two, don't you ever talk to me ever again. If it takes me nine hours of how do you know that's not my mom without my mom, how can you prove this? There's no absolute, you would just walk away. When you got the mots, you don't have to work that hard to prove that you got the mots. If I have to work this hard to prove that the lady behind me is my mom, then she's actually not my mom. But you'll never guess what. That's my fucking mom. When you got, when the Christian God needs the likes of Jeff Durbin, Craig Reed, Cytern Bruggen Kate, S.J. Thomason, John Piper, Eric Washer, whatever the fuck, the Hovens, Ray Comfort, Todd Frill, name all the fucking, fucking fuck faces who sit there and make money by just sitting there and fucking lying and asking you questions that are virtually unanswerable. And when you sit there and you're like, what the fuck? They say, oh yeah, by the way, that means God is real. If you have to work this hard to prove your point, it means you don't have a point. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Chin and truth. Let's go.